What's up guys, it's Dave, it's Duncan, back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from San Diego, Punk Quartet, Negative Blast. The band's new album, Echo Planet, will be released on February 10th via Quiet Panic Records. So Duncan, this is the debut album Ooh. from Negative Blast. Debut. Yep. Uh, the members' musical pedigree runs the gamut of 2000s hardcore stalwarts Lud Acts and Hour of the Wolf to innovative in- innovative punk po- post-punk act Contact. A lot of words. Uh, with the recent addition of drummer Mario Rubalcaba uh, throwing hot snakes, earthless, off and more into an already impressive list of bona fides. So... Guys from lots of bands, basically, is what I'm saying here. Um, the album was engineered and mixed by the band's own Alex Jacobelli at Sunset Studios and then mastered by Brad Boatwright at Audio Stage. It's all starting to make sense. <laughs> we love you, Brad. Um, it's all starting a, to make sense, though, because this did yeah. feel like a bit of a rando choice. Yeah, um, I have a, a weird filter on my email that just anything <laughs> with Brad Boatwright comes in, it just goes automatically into this folder where it's like... Now for review, basically. Because it, it did feel like when I was listening, I was like, this one, like, I, I know Dave likes to eclectically mix up what we listen to these days. Yeah. But even for Dave, this does feel off-piste. <laughs> oh, does it? Yeah. But now... All coming sense. together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so fa- fairly new band. Uh, only one EP to their name so far. Um, don't know a hell of a lot about them, to be honest, but um, an impressive list of uh, past bands have been linked to. And obviously, <laughs> anything that Brad Boatwright does, I am you're, automatically you're interested. You're missing a big point here. Oh, what's that? 20 minutes long. <laughs> like, that is, it, that yeah, is a guessed. call that I will answer any day of the week. Like, you, you tell me 20 minutes, I'm like that. Three Let's time. fucking do it. Like, <laughs> so I literally, like, we're going to be reviewing another album in this recording session which is more than three times the length of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like you, you give me 20 yeah. minutes, I will give you the world, Dave. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so um, first album. Um, and th- as I said, didn't really know much about it going into it, but kind of surprised me um, for, a, for, a, for a debut. This is, this is hardcore punk, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Um, proper hardcore punk that, you know, feels like authentic hardcore punk um you can you can tell you can tell straight away these guys are are, are fans of the the old school um yep. you can hear like the influences coming through that even like the kind of as far back as like 80s and 90s um little, you know bands like black flag and unsane um but they kind of kind of merge it with something a little bit more current as well um i was picking up like little moments of like um there's a band we checked out i think it was last year called funeral chic mm-hmm. um a little bit of that in there you know something a bit more kind of current a couple other bands but i'll mention them as i go through this review um so yeah as, as i was listening to this i was like i was picking up similarities but there was there was nothing here that felt like a like a replica in any kind of way i didn't feel like you know they were they were copying another sound there was definitely their own kind of personality going on with this album no fear uh, factory tracks on this one dave <laughs> No, there is not. Um, what I kind of loved about their their approach and their kind of delivery here is just the, the intensity. Really, was what really kind of caught my attention on this album. Um, the opener is called uh, "Boy Blues," um, and it's probably what you describe as a kind of warm up to the album. 
Um, it's kind of more kind of mid-paced, and it, it kind of just sits just beneath that kind of boiling point, um, but kind of sets the scene at the same time. It's got a bit of a kind of volatile feel about it. Like, mm-hmm. you feel like this, this could just explode, you know, at any second. Um, but they don't. They kind of wait until track two, uh, Trauma Bond, and that's what this track kind of gives you. This is like they, they move into a far more kind of fiery sound. The pace picks up. The vocals become even more unhinged. Um, and you can feel like the kind of pressure start to kind of build up. Um, there's this real like, real kind of streak of hostility to, mm-hmm. to that track. Um, and um, the, like if this, this album was like a, if this album was like a box of chocolates, say for example, Duncan. <laughs> if this album was like a box of chocolates. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that's supposed to be. <laughs> this, this, this track felt like the, the dark chocolate to me. That felt like. Oh, um, I love a wee dark chocolate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a bit of a, a bit of a kind of bitterness about about that track um even the, the little kind of the little bits of the kind of melody and the lead work leaning towards something a bit kind of darker um and just like that is it is over like as you said like that is two minutes and 16 seconds like oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we're like we're on to the next track and it's that track is it's very indicative of the album each track lasts between two and three minutes mm-hmm. they are short and sharp to the point there's there's no excess fat on any of these tracks um, they just kind of get in and do the business but they don't just give you like eight tracks of the the same thing um when you move into like the third track carbon copy this gives you a bit more kind of melody in the guitar work it's a bit more upbeat um and the chorus has a, a bit of a bigger hook than the previous two tracks it kind of it kind of made me think of a little bit of like the bronx but like if the bronx yeah. were like scandinavian if that makes sense <laughs> i was that the kind of sound i was hearing in my head um it's, but it's also had like this kind of Fjord Bronx. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it did, yeah. yeah. Um, but I also had like some kind of experimental moments as well in the lead work where it went in a kind of more like post-punk kind of vein mm. as well. Um, but you can really hear the the more traditional sound coming through on this album as well. Um, the real kind of punk roots. You hear it on the title track where like the riffs are really like really scuzzy sounding, but they, they follow something a bit more conventional. Um, same with the No Trust. I was getting some like... Were you kind just of old... skipping over the cowbell, Dave? <laughs> I'll come to the cowbell. Um, <laughs> You're stealing and ruining my routine, Duncan. <laughs> um, the uh, the cowbell appears on a couple of occasions, Duncan. It does um, indeed, but on Echo Planet, I think it shines. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, no Trust um, had some kind of old, kind of like Descendants kind of vibe as well on the guitar work. Um, but again, you could hear that there was a little similarities, but it never became an imitation. There's, there's still enough individuality coming from... A negative blast to make it feel like its own thing mm-hmm. track seven though oh man track seven man shines the king in vancouver is yeah. fucking awesome that is my highlight of this album um it's probably the most melodic track on the release as well guitars are like a bit more buoyant the vocal melodies are, are really catchy um they've they've pulled right back on the kind of bleaker kind of sound um and like when i was listening to this, i was thinking this is what more of what I expected from a band from California. Like this is like yeah. way more kind of there's way more warmth um than, than the other tracks on the album. But I, I kinda think it works so well because of the way they've placed that and the rest of the album does sound Contrast. so angry and pissed yeah. off, you know what I mean? Um it's the kind of little bit of light on the album. Um and it was a great like shift in tone to give you another side to the band. Um the album comes to a close with Egghead um, this one gave me real like Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes vibes. Yep. Um, 
there's even in the vocals there's a vocal similarity on that track i was like when it first it almost like, sounds like he's from london yes <laughs> like, it's yeah, like, I know. so bizarre that's what i was thinking like that track especially i was like he sounds very like frank carter i was like yeah. is this frank carter is he guessing <laughs> this or something but it's not um but like even though there is that again you get that little bit of kind of frank carter gallows vibe um again it's got its own thing it's a real like kind of just a good old like kind of foot stomper of a track it's got a really cool grooving rhythm uh, the guitars are really kind of driven and the vocals are just utterly venomous like if you've heard frank carter similar idea um the, the cowbell on this one was the one that caught my ear um yep. just like that little wee cowbell I was like oh yeah bring it in here we go and love a, <laughs> fucking love a cowbell um, it doesn't. <laughs> I know. Um, and as a closing track, I think it, it did everything that it should. And that when it, it finished, I was like, I'm just going to play that album again. Like, let's just hit that one more time. 20 minutes, Dave. I know. 20 minutes. Damn um, you. And then, like, every listen after that, I was, it, it kind of became more and more infectious. Um, and I started to pick up on, like, how cool the production was. Like, the production is like a, just a slap in the face, just from the first second. It's. It's, it's, it's harsh and it's gritty but it's got it, it feels well produced at the same time yeah like it doesn't it doesn't come across lo-fi or like muddy in any kind of way it's well mixed and well balanced but it's still got a really vicious tone to it and i, I, I really love that about it um so like hats off to alex from the band and the production it sounds fantastic um and brad as always like the master and sounds killer uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed this. I thought it was a really strong like debut album. Um, I think I think these guys are, are ones to watch for sure. Um, what about yourself? How'd you get on with it? Let's play Metal Epidemic. Take some shots, bingo. <laughs> um, a classic Duncan Lincoln up here. What's not to like about <laughs> Negative Blast? Do it, do a shot. Um, I mean that. Like, you, I think you've hit a lot a lot of the nails on the head. I also picked up specifically from Echo Planet through No Trust, King of Vancouver and Egghead. There's a, almost a kind of Caius meets uh, a little bit of Queens of the Stone Age, earlier Queens of the Stone Age mm. on, on some of the guitar work. Um, and if uh, Josh Homie was more aggressive <laughs> um, than the media portrays him to be against women. Um, <laughs> so, Shots my Allegedly. 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 And this until proven guilty. Um, there's a bit of that in there as well. It's like the, the vocal stylings follow follow a similar pattern. Mm. Um, the, the, the thing this has got is energy. It's got bundles of it. Like from the start right through, even when they shift gears, mm. and even when they like bring into even the King of Vancouver, which is maybe the most sedate of all the tracks overall, yeah. it's still constantly has energy and movement and I think that's what is required from this if you're going to give me 20 minutes you're going to give me 8 songs mm. in 20 minutes you better not give me room for air and yeah. this doesn't do that at any point, part of that is in its killer production that you mentioned already vocals have um, like a real venom to them as well but there's almost this kind of he's like maybe got the microphone like just a wee bit too close to his mouth kind of distortion mm. so it doesn't sound like an effect per se but at the same time it does sound like like no one has no one sat there when he was doing you know testing one two and it was going into the fucking red no one's got that <laughs> you make a step back from the microphone <laughs> like they're just kind of happy to let it keep going mm. um 
And I think that's like that one of their big keys to how ferocious the sound and the energy comes from those vocals. It feels very live. It feels mm-hmm. like it feels like a guy swinging a mic above his head, grabbing yep. it, screaming it. I love that. I think we've talked about this most recently, actually. That if you're gonna if you're gonna come out and you're gonna do something kind of hardcorey and punk and all the rest, I don't want. A, hear something that sounds like it was recorded in the studio mm. what i want to hear is something that sounds like it was recorded in front of my face yeah. um and negative blast have that um but they they have a lot of, they have a lot of tools in the arsenal here that are really really interesting mm. and the the song placement in particular is for like i love the fact that they don't shoot their load on the first track yeah but they tease it they tease it and tease mm, it, and mm. when trauma bond kicks in, you do you get a lot of you get a lot of anarchy, mm-hmm. like just like it, it kind of feels like this is the payoff to the like the the longest edging session ever, even though it's only been two minutes, um, <laughs> which to some people is the longest edging session that they can sit through. Yeah. Um, but like it continually switches up, so it would be very easy just to do twenty minutes of like pure anarchy and not give a fuck about the movements of a release but they they haven't done that and they choose the song placement well there's no two songs that kick off the same tempo there's no two songs that you utilize the same techniques or even necessarily the same song structures they invert a lot of stuff and they they play with it and it's really really cool um i think the production is killer on this Mm. i think it's really 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 well done brad doing what brad does which is just making everything sound like it's all and it's all meant to be yeah and i i love that as well that we mentioned the cowbell cowbell is great in there that those moments where you get those kind of almost desert rock inflection stuff on the guitars are just peppered throughout. There's no yeah. one song that's like that. This is the Caius song, and now this is a Descendants song, and mm. you don't get that at all. They're 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 elements, and they're cleverly placed, and it flows really really well. Yeah. Eight tracks, twenty minutes. You finish it. You want to play it again, and before you know it, you played it about four or five times. Mm. Um, very very easy listen. I will agree with you. I think it's more rewarding than subsequent listens because then you start to pick out the nuances that you didn't get because you've been focusing on how there it is for the <laughs> listening experience. Yeah. When by the time you're on the third listen in the band, or maybe there, you can start to pick out a lot more of what's going on, and a lot mm. of that once again is due to really good production and really good mastering. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. As as uh, these guys are definitely one to watch. Um, it sounds like they're all like well into their careers as well, yeah. which is interesting because this sounds like a hungry first album. Yeah, this doesn't sound like a you know we've had a couple of tries at this, yeah. um, and then we're just going to do our hardcore punk album. Mm-hmm. This kind of sounds like that. Uh, there's an urgency in this release that I that I would associate with a young band that were desperately trying to make their bones. Um, Mm. So, yeah, I really like this. Nice. Uh, Okay, so ratings for this new album from Negative Blast. Um, I think this is a a great start for Negative Blast. Um, And if this is their debut, then I imagine things are only going to get better over time. Um, I, I... I don't think we've actually heard the best from this band. Um, like, yeah. even though this is their first album, you know, they've had a lot of previous band experience. Um, I think it's a strong debut, but I'm excited to hear where they go next on the next one. Um, very solid. Uh, it's a, this is an easy four out of five for me. Like, a, an enjoyable album that I'll definitely come back to throughout the year. Uh, what about yourself? 
Twinsies, four. Ooh. Yeah, I thought this was great. Absolutely great. Gave me everything I wanted. Um, gave me, reminded me at times of, it's like that first time you listen to Hail Destroyer mm. by Cancer Bats, and you're just like, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. Why are they so, like, just there? And yeah. that's negative blast. Don't yeah. send anything like Cancer Bats. Yeah. But the, 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 the energy, the vibe, and the attitude from that Hail Destroyer album is all the way through this. And yeah. We will be watching their guys' uh, continued efforts and success from afar. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I expect big things. The, I, I genuinely, all the everything's here. Everything's yeah. here at this stage. Everything's here. So you can only expect with the dexterity they've shown in the songwriting that things can only get better. Yep, definitely. Uh, so negative blast, Echo Planet out on February tenth on Quiet Panic Records. Links below to all the shiz. Check it out. We'll be back with another review very soon, but until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone.